0: Time for your heart-stopping news-packed sixty minutes of radio adrenaline. Webmaster Radio presents the pulse. The, pulse. the pulse. Take your seat among the experts in the search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, and puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round
1: table. The Pulse, the pulse. starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Search Pulse. This is the 22nd edition. Um, today is Tuesday, March 6, 2007. My name is Barry Schwartz from the Search Engine Roundtable, also from Rusty Brick. With me, as always, is Ben Pfeiffer, Senior Editor of the Search Engine Roundtable. He's from RankSmart.com, and Chris Boggs, the Associate Editor of the Search Engine Roundtable, who works in the SEO department as a Search Strategist at Avenue A Razorfish. Um... You know, let's see. Um, last week's show was the 21st edition. If you missed it, it's archived. You go ahead and take a look at the look at that in the archive section, uh, or just do a search for "search pulse 21" at com in the top right search box, and you should be able to find uh, that archive. Uh, so the first topic that I want to discuss was about is about click fraud. So Google released these figures um... the first time they came out and said specifically what they find to be click fraud and let me just give you some definitions one is there are invalid clicks invalid clicks are clicks that google considers to be you know either click fraud or or you know clicks that are happened accidentally or something else and um... google accounts for about says about ten percent of all clicks are invalid clicks and then google says in addition of the invalid clicks that they probably don't catch, they they catch a lot of the, the invalid clicks. But of the invalid clicks that they don't catch is probably 0.02% of all clicks. So Google does a good job. They you know they say they do a good job catching all clicks, and that turns out to be about one billion dollars lost in click fraud yearly for Google. Um, Danny Sullivan had an excellent breakdown over at uh, Search Engine Land. He has some posts, and a lot of people are not happy about. These, you know reports saying Google's pretty much you know lying or really misleading everybody. some people are happy that they came out with these figures um, let's start off with
2: Chris and Chris what are your thoughts over on on this well um, first of all uh, it's great great to see you guys again uh, and happy to be here this week. I'm down in Florida so uh, if uh, for some reason I break up or anything it's because I don't have my usual fun phone that I get to use so uh, I apologize in advance um, I think, you know, it's interesting that Google's going to come out with this. Uh, there's some other, obviously, click fraud initiatives that are going on. Some of them are a little bit uh, uh, stuck right now. Uh, I know the Sempo one is moving along slowly, and uh, I'm not exactly sure uh, how the uh, click forensics team is doing with their uh, initiative to try to gather data. So it will be nice to see, um, you know, some other large-scale uh, uh research projects that uh and 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 to see whether or not they jive with these numbers uh you know you, it's great that google's uh, going to come out with uh, with uh... with some numbers like this but you always have to <laughs> wonder you know if it's coming directly from the source as to how accurate it is i think that google you know is trying to be very transparent and 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 i think it's great that they've done this but i'd like to wait until i see some you know some other numbers from a nice large sample before uh... i really either agree with this or disagree with this uh, i haven't had a chance to look at the google report yet but uh... i'm hoping that they sort of go along with the idea that uh... a lot of the fraud comes from contextual advertising and uh, that uh, they're hopefully going to plan on fighting contextual advertising. Again, I have not read it yet, but that's what I'm hoping it says. So uh, maybe you guys have read it, and it does say that. And if it doesn't, that's a bummer, I guess.
3: Well, um, I can clarify on that. I know that Google's been talking a little bit in some of the reports they've had specifically about the click fraud that talked about the kind of contextual uh, network. And... Um, that they're making it possible for better conversions on the content network based on um, you know the the proactive measures they're doing to to counteract click fraud. Um, so, you know, I think it's a very interesting number, and it's been date- debated for a long time. I, it come, For me, it kind of comes back to, um, you know, what is uh, what is the incentive of Google in order to release this particular metric, and what about these third-party firms that saying that Google is basically lying or, you know, not really representing the numbers correctly? I mean, they've chopped the numbers up into quite a few different um, metrics in order to determine it, and, and their, Google's particular argument is that, you know, these other firms particularly aren't um, you know counting the clicks properly and that google 's you know way of measuring click invalid clicks or click fraud is a more a proper way to do it um, I, these days i 'm leaning more towards um, google google 's click fraud numbers um, well I, I guess they don 't necessarily agree with it from what i 've seen on the back end of working with clients um, it 's a quite a bit higher. Uh, I still think there's some work to be done, and, and like Chris said, needs to be a bit or, bigger sample size, especially even from some of these third-party companies that are saying that, you know, there's 14% click fraud, this and that. Uh, and Google's coming out and say that, you know, the click fraud rate that actually gets through is, you know, 0.2%. Right.
1: Right, definitely. Um, all right, so yeah, I mean, that pretty much covers that. I mean, there's lots of discussion on it in general, and and, you know... It's just a topic that was discussed a lot. People you know people don't know what to make of it and I guess we'll learn more about it as time goes on and as different organizations at least different measures. What Google says is that what other organizations consider click fraud is not what what they consider click fraud. Um and they have different ways of measuring it and it's always been a problem. How do you measure statistics properly and obviously somebody has to come up with some type of standard, but until they do that then you know, who knows? Chris, do you have anything else you want to say?
2: Yeah, one more thing. It's funny that you just said that about Google. You know, what they consider click fraud and what other companies don't. Literally one of the best uh, SCS sessions that I've ever covered, and I'll try to dig up the uh, link. Uh, I would throw it in the chat room, but I can't. Um, But was that uh, advertisers uh, versus uh, portals session, I think it was in... It was either in Chicago or San Jose last year, and it was like uh, the uh, click forensics guy, Tom Cutbirth, and there was a Google guy who basically told him that they're not even going to bother to look at his numbers because the numbers are basically flawed or something like that. It was, really, uh, it was so interesting, but it's one of those fights that's going to go back and forth for a while.
1: Cool. Very good. Um, all right, so let's hit a commercial break now. When we get back, we'll talk about a very new uh, and most um, desired um, addition to Yahoo Search. So let's hit a commercial break now, and we'll... To you guys soon.
0: Sit tight and don't move. The pulse. We'll be back after this short break. It's all about links, baby.
4: 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Hey Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenIsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with ValueClick Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit ValueClick Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers Details now at friendfinder.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic with Revenue Direct's proven domain monetization service. You'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect make more money. Period.
5: Attention webmasters, wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp, just click on GenieKnows.com Install a search box on your site Or incorporate paid listings XML into search results And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service Earn even more through our referral program
4: GenieKnows has little results G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S dot com
5: Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper, sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive webmasterradio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe.com com or contact Adobe customer services and provide promo code webmaster radio in order to receive your discount studio 8 your way to create
0: are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Say big as Kasali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit Casalymedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Kasali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. <laughs> Now, back to the Pulse, the Pulse, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host.
1: Hi, and welcome back to The Search Pulse. This is Barry Schwartz. Again, with me is Ben Piper and Chris Boggs. Um, Yahoo was kind enough to finally come out with what they promised us back, I think, in October of last year. Um, they promised us a no Yahoo directory tag. Um Microsoft actually was the first to come out with such a concept where they went ahead and added support for something called no no ODP tag. Where if you don't want the ODP, you know, aka Dmoz directory title and description to show up in the search results, um, you add a meta tag such as meta meta name equals robots content equals you know no ODP and After the next time they crawl your site and index it, they will go ahead and make sure not to show the ODP directory title or description for your search result listing in Microsoft's Live.com search engine. Then quickly, Google went ahead and supported that as well. And I think about I don't know a month later, Yahoo supported the no ODP tag as well. And then when Yahoo said, "Okay, we're supporting the no ODP tag," it was like, "Hey, do um, do you go? Do you why don't you just also support the?" the no yahoo directory tag and um, yahoo said yeah we're going to support it and in october they promised us on webmaster radio that they're going 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 ahead and going to support it and then in january they promised that it will come soon and then february 28th they launched it and we now have a no yahoo directory tag where if you have a directory listing in yahoo um, up, you don't have to actually go ahead and um, show for a search result in the Yahoo search, your directory listing, it would actually show you um, your actual you know, title tag and meta description or, you know, whatever they use for the description in the search results. So a lot of people are very happy about this and the the tag works is it's the format of no so it's n N O Y D I R and it could be used specifically for the robots um, meta meta tag or you could use Slurp, it could be specific. And that's up to you. And um there's more information over at the Search at the Roundtable. Just do a search for NoYDIR and you should find the post um in the in the uh at our blog. Um, ben, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. So what do you think about uh, this?
3: Yeah, I thought this was a really uh responsive effort by Yahoo in order to go ahead and add this tag. I mean it's like we asked for it, they responded, said yes, we'll do it, we'll work on it, and they went ahead and did it. And, um you know, sites that have been in the Yahoo directory for some time and it's been kind of a monkey on their back that they haven't been able to edit that ever and uh, or change that or modify it anyway. They basically felt like they didn't have any control over it. And I know, Barry, you know, your company's listed in there and I've had sites that have been in the directory. And sometimes the editors will go ahead and put stuff that, you know, either it's not about the site or as time as stuff goes by and time changes and your business changes, then those directory listings are no longer uh, very accurate. So this is a really positive amount, you know, effect just also for you know, helping, you know, c- convert a lot more searchers to visitors to the site, but just also giving yeah, webmasters a little bit more control over their listings.
2: Cool, definitely. I agree. And um, Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Well, my first thought when I when I first heard it was I thought they should call it the Berry Tag, because I remember you were the one that seemed to be pushing for this a lot last year, and I think it's really cool that it uh, it came out, and I think, you know, it's, it's an important thing, like you said. I mean, there's not much more I can say in terms of that. One related thing, and I wanted to know if you guys had noticed this or not, but I got an email from one of our analysts today asking if the SEO community has at all spoken about the Yahoo directory links no longer using the redirect. They're apparently all straight now and have been for a couple weeks. Have, have you guys noticed that? I haven't gone in and tested it or not, but that could be a sort of an important and related topic, and we can probably talk about it another time. But I'm just wondering if you guys had noticed it or not.
1: A redirect my Yahoo directory?
2: Yeah. Uh the directory links used to use a redirect.
1: Um it yeah, it depends. They don't it really depends. Sometimes they it was I remember them in the past using it and removing it and then adding it back. I don't know what to doing right now. I can take a quick look.
2: Yeah, well. Anyway, just something to you know, a related topic to consider.
1: I'm looking it up right now. I'll tell you in a second. Um they look like clean
2: links right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I guess they stopped using the redirect.
2: Yeah, according according to this analyst, he noticed it, and he uh, just hadn't seen any form threads about it or anything, so wasn't sure if this was a new thing or not. But I, I always call them redirects. No, being yeah, it's definitely
1: not. No, So or A couple um, of weeks. Yeah, but it's it's a uh, it's a good link. So you want yeah, to? Yeah, so
2: let's, let's start a movement though to call it the the Barry tag.
1: That's okay. <laughs> a
2: lot of people ask for it. It's. Uh,
1: yeah, Danny's been asking for it too, and Chris, you've been asking for it, and Ben's been asking for it, and everybody's been asking for it. So, it's better. Um, it's better to say no Yahoo directory tag. It's more negative towards Yahoo, and we all like that anyway. So, um, all right, talking about Yahoo um, with the launch of the no, ya- no Yahoo directory tag, they released something called the. Uh, they released a new index update where. They um, are, you know, the, a new weather report they issued in, that means their um, rankings change in Yahoo Search. A lot of people in Webmaster World and other forums spotted these change earlier on and said, yes, there's definitely something going on, and yes, we do have a ranking change that's been happening at Yahoo Search. Um, so, yeah, Chris, I mean, have you noticed anything with this ranking change?
2: Well, I noticed that Google dropped from second down to sixth uh, for the term Viagra, so uh, that's, uh, you know, obviously a big change. And uh, Other than that, we haven't really had a chance to do too much of an analysis yet, but uh, the couple sites that I monitor uh, for some friends of mine uh, have not changed again, so uh, I guess that's good news.
1: Cool, cool. Ben, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've we've I've actually seen some changes on some sites have kind of actually decreased um, and it's kind of fluctuated a little bit. So we're still kind of checking it out. I mean, sometimes these things come around and you see changes. Sometimes you don't. It just depends. I mean, Yahoo's saying that they're reindexing stuff. So um, you know, we've seen a l- little bit of changes, um, but that could just be normal, regular flux that goes on.
1: Right. and I think it still does. Okay. All right, so that was the Yahoo search update. I'm talking about updates, um, ask.com has possibly done an update as well. Um, most people don't pay attention to ask.com, but Billy over at Webmaster World um, said that he's spotted um, a recent update where he still has traffic about double. And I went through some of my clients' stats, and I noticed that some of them have noticed an increase in their search traffic from ask.com. More than double, so I think there possibly was some type of algorithm change or index update over at Ask.com as well, or maybe they overnight got a huge increase in, you know, traffic in traffic and search queries. But I doubt that happened. So I expect it has to do with, um, you know, increase in traffic in terms of an algorithm change. Uh, ben, have you noticed anything with that? Um, yeah, I kinda
3: laughed a little bit. I I saw that and it says like my traffic has doubled from ten to twenty hits. <laughs> Unique visitors. <laughs> Ooh, throw party. Um I, I haven't seen it too much. I've seen some sites get picked up by ass that were sending a, a you know, a few you know, a bit more traffic, um, but it's it's nothing very, very you know significant by any means. It's just a little bit blip on the map. Um, Barry, how do you, uh, do you know how um, AS updates their index? it you know all the index the engines have a little bit different way of doing things? Um, what is Ask' uh, way of doing it?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, they must have a similar way in terms of pushing out it to the new data centers, but I don't think they have such a huge infrastructure in terms of how hard it is for them to push it out. I'm not really sure if they do it out over time or whatever. But, I mean, again, there was not enough discussion to, you know, validate anything. I saw it myself, but it could have been a lot of external things as well. So I'm not 100% sure. I mean, because we don't hear a lot about asset
3: search engine updates, you know, because people just, you know, kind of do not even pay attention to it or they just kind of let the traffic dribble in here and there. And it's usually not, you know, substantial enough to pull any real kind of data from or value from in terms of what's coming in. Um you know, you can see your, your site sometimes ranking really high in ASP, but the traffic doesn't really follow through sometimes, but I'm just wondering if you, know, you knew specific ways that they were
1: doing things no um no i don't and uh i I could reach out and see if they give give us more information We'll see I don't know if people care to be honest uh, just you know out of curiosity i'm sure you care, but i 'm not sure if really people care that much um anyway um still with the update beam, and there's one more to talk about after this one. Um, Google has done an image search update, and a lot of people said they noticed a drop in traffic, they noticed an increase in traffic, but most people, I think, noticed a drop in traffic from Google image search. I did not verify any of this. It looks like there was a big threat over at Digital Point of Forms and Webmaster World about this, and it looks like a lot of people are sharing the same opinion. Um, yeah, Chris, I don't know how often you follow...
2: Um, you know, image search, but did you see anything with this? Well, remember we talked about uh, Google Image Search a, a ways back, and I used my, uh, my uh, vanity search as an example, and it was pulling, it was using a lot of uh, content that was around images, and it seemed to be incorrectly attributing uh, some images to some content that was nearby. Uh, that's something that I checked again, and that, that's been fixed. It still shows the exact same images, but now, uh, well, actually, it removed the ones that were incorrectly attributed. Um, I've noticed also um, there's a few that we keep an eye on for uh, Flickr images. Uh, not, not saying that we use Flickr for SEO or anything, but um, just that we happen to check it. And uh, it, it's, uh, it seems to, I, I'm not positive, but it seems to have, I don't know, maybe even, I don't want to start any, any rumors or anything like that, but it's possible that the Flickr images have been devalued a little bit from what I've seen.
1: Okay. Um, so you're saying Google image index was actually um, crawling and indexing Flickr images? Uh, yeah.
2: I d- I d- we did see some of those in there in the past, and uh, they, they seem to be showing up less. It was a very small sample, one thing that we we're looking at. So just, uh, you know, like I said, don't run with this, but that's just one one thing that we noticed.
1: Right. And the overall pattern by the post and in the, in the threads was that a lot of people saw their image index count. Like, the, the number of images that Google Images has actually indexed, dropped. So maybe that has to do with that as well. not 100% sure. Ben, do you, ben, you have anything to add on that? Um, yeah, actually, I, I run a photography
3: blog, so I get a lot of traffic um, to images. And uh, I've actually seen traffic go up over time, actually, since, you know, end of January. Um, so I haven't actually seen it drop and stuff. I've actually seen it gradually go up. I, I think sometimes with these things, it's not like a huge, like, an uh, uptick in traffic over time. It's just kind of a uh, slight traffic, especially for specific images that rank really well. I know we have some images that you know uh, get 400 unique visitors a day just based on you know some broad terms like flowers or something like that. Uh, so uh, you know, I think it's positive they are updating it because sometimes you do image searches and you, know, you really can't find what you're looking to until like the page 40. Uh, and so people are really inclined, especially with images, I think, to dig deep. With them, um, so you know there's a lot of traffic out there for it. it's not really the best converting by any means, but um, a lot of searches.
1: Cool. And finally, with the last update, um, there was or is currently a Google PageRank update happening. Again, we're not going to get into this discussion about how important PageRank is, but it is kind of one of those things that you like. It makes people proud. You know, I have a PageRank eight. I have a PageRank five, and it's like kind of like a seal of approval from Google it's um, like having like a seal on your site and it just gives people some bragging rights. And right now the tool you know, the toolbar page rank um has updated and people have been discussing that in the forums specifically Webmaster World and Digital Point forums. Uh Ben, did you notice anything changing on your sites or? Um
3: not really too much, no. I guess <laughs>
1: I really don't pay attention to page rank
3: updates anymore, but uh, they are kind of interesting sometimes when they come along and see what people are thinking about them.
2: Cool. And Chris? Uh, I haven't noticed any. I was just running a couple, uh, kind of hoping, <laughs> but uh, not yet.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So, I mean,
2: it's a small thing. A lot of us don't
1: notice for short, and some people do. And in any event, I mean, that really concludes the update theme of our, of our uh, show. So let's go ahead and hit a commercial break now, and we'll come back and talk about um, something new with the Google Site Command. So let's hit a commercial break now.
0: Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. We'll be back after this short break.
4: Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? ClickSore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from ClickSore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on ClickSore.com today. That's clicksor.com. Your bottom line will thank you. ClickSore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat-fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the isedn.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for For less than $4 a month from isedn. So visit isedn.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the isedn.org
0: Want traffic?
5: Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates. Everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com.
0: Now, back to The Pulse. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to Search Pulse. Um, my name is Barry Schwartz. With me, as always, Ben Pfeiffer and Chris Fox. Our next topic is. Google has promised us to update their site command to make them more useful for SEOs and webmasters. This post comes from Vanessa Fox at Google Webmaster Central. Um, a post saying using the site command, where she explains that historically how you know the, the site command worked, and she said historically Google has avoided showing pages that appear to be duplicate in search results. Our goal is to provide useful results to the searcher. However, with a site command, searchers are likely looking for a full list of results from that site. So we're making a change to do that, meaning they're not going to weed out any what appears to be duplicate content pages um, when somebody does a site command, which I guess could be very, very useful um, to um, SEOs to figure out you know what pages has Google crawled. I guess, in some sense, they could use a supplemental index indicator to figure out if Google finds that to be duplicate. Um, This came up um, when, actually far back, when Google had a problem where they were indexing, we did a site colon Com, and you want to find all the pages on the www of the site. Back then, they were actually showing um, subdomains, and that got me upset because it ruined all my searches for internal searches for um, the search in Roundtable, and I wrote a blog post on it, and Vanessa Fox told me that they will be fixing it. They have fixed it but that caused another problem where they then actually posted on saying who killed SCW and then Danny Sullivan um, dug deeper into um, Dan, Dave Ben's post explaining that this is a, a about 260 problem where Google showed you, you had about 260 pages in the index when you did a site command for a certain um, site, specifically with SCW and other sites that had this problem where Google said um, this site only has 260 pages, but in reality it had a lot more. And when you clicked on Show More Results, it actually showed you, I don't know, thousands more pages. And part of Vanessa's post was that, yes, this is a bug that they're working to fix and it should be fixed in the upcoming weeks. Um, and she kind of tried to glaze over that fact that it was a bug, but she sh- you know, by saying, yeah, we're improving our site command to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there's a post over at Surgeon Watch explaining it, the post over at Dave N and this post over at Searching Land about it and we covered some of the changes as well. I think overall um, this new change will be very useful. I'm very excited to see it. If it's not live yet, I'm not sure if it's live as of now. So, yeah, I mean, Chris, I mean, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, I actually, uh, when Dave posted that, I got a little bit of a, uh, not panicky, but uh, Kevin, you come over at SCW, was curious, and he asked me and a few other people that are sort of, you know, know a little bit about SEO, um, about what we thought of it. And uh, I'm glad because, you know, Danny came out and he essentially uh, said a lot of the stuff that I was telling uh, Kevin that, you know, first of all, and, and it's the same that uh, Vanessa said, too. Uh, the first and most important thing is that psychoman command does not affect the uh, results. So if you had a number one or a number five for a particular long-tail term, it's probably still there whether or not, uh, you know, that is showing up in your list or it's being considered as duplicate or not. So that's the most important thing. Secondly, one thing that I was noticing was that the snippets were all identical. So uh, that's something that Danny goes into uh, really well in his post, so I'm not going to go into it. But uh, I think that there was a a little bit of an issue with that and to whether or not it it, uh, it considers the snippets or the description tag. Um, And thirdly, the, um, the, uh, the, the thing about it to me is that uh, you know uh, i always like to use it without the www and and i'm going to get that every once in a while anyway when when i get that so uh, like you said it'll be great to see this uh fixed um i think it's an important tool for webmasters and seos but the the most important thing once again to reiterate is that this doesn't re- and and i'm glad Vanessa spelled it out nice and clearly it doesn't um it doesn't uh affect the associated query or any queries, uh, and it's also unrelated to supplemental results, so... Right,
1: right. right. Um, Yeah, and Ben, what are your thoughts overall on this? Yeah, I I think it's a
3: real positive change that they're going to go ahead and do it. I mean, it was, you know, kind of slightly unuseful for some time, and uh, fixing the snippets, and and I'm kind of with Chris, I don't really use the WW that often, and, you know, getting that changed and and such like that, I, I did notice you know this original um, post when and Dave did that and how you know what happened with search and watch? So uh, I'm glad that they're improving it because I know a lot of people that use it on a regular basis and um, it's one thing that we kind of rely on. So you know having it you know, very useful for us in the long term will be a really positive thing that they can do for us.
1: Great, great, good point. and thank you uh, Google for explaining this. I mean Google has been very, very upfront about showing. A lot of the things um, where you know, they're, you know, anything from good things to bad things and obviously I think they're doing a great job and I think, you know, a lot of the search engines are doing a great job as well. Um, but this is interesting, a new um, a new legal thing in the search industry where search engines have the right to choose or, to, or choose to run or not run your ad. So if you have a pay, this is in terms of pay-per-click and A post over at Eric Goldman's blog, Search search Engine's Deceit Must Carry Lawsuit, um, where, in short, the court ruled that Google and other surgeons do not have to to carry any ads submitted to them. Specifically, um, a guy named Christopher was upset with a company or two and wanted to buy ads to complain about them. Um, Basically, he's one of those complainers. um, They call him a griper. Um, But Google denied his ads because they didn't want him just to post negative things about other companies. Um, he took Google to court because he was denied, and the judge favored for Google saying um, some of his claims are suspicious and frivolous. Um, and then this is a great, uh, this is one of the first of these types of things, saying search engines do not have to post your pay-per-click ad if, you know, for any reason, they have, they have, they have, they have the option to deny your ad. and. It's a First Amendment, you know, freedom of speech type of thing. It's a lot of things. And, um, it was very interesting to read. I found this post extremely interesting, and there's a lot of good discussion over at Webmaster World on that topic as well. Ben, I don't know if you had time to check that out, but what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I did a little bit. I, I thought it very interesting. This was, you know, and, and the guy's claim, too, and, and was very frivolous to begin with. It was, um, uh, you know, Google denied putting his ad up because he wanted to, you know, basically bitch about somebody else, and they said no, but, you know, I, I guess from what I pulled from it was, you know, they had the list, and they talked about, you know, the First Amendment gives search engines the right to reject any ad they want, um, and uh, you know, basically, search engines are not under any obligation in order to um, represent, uh, or they do not deprive advertisers of the first or First Amendment rights. Um, so I, I liked your note, too, Barry, at the end where you kind of said you know, it's a flip-around type of thing where you, know, you have the free organic results, and Google you know, decides that they won't edit those, but at the same time, you know, with paid stuff, um, you know, it's a completely different you know, type of animal where they will you know, not allow objectable com- content. So in a lot of ways, I think it's a real positive for Google because they're taking a stance on this particular um, thing, in which they have done for some time, um, but, you know, it's very defined these days in terms of organic and uh, natural listings, as opposed to uh paid search engine advertising and and I think too you know if you 're going out there and buying ads just to you know blast a competitor or much less you know blast somebody else you don 't really like very much, then uh, you maybe need to rethink what you 're doing because you know the search advertising space is
1: not the place for that right yeah, and that was very interesting and thanks for pointing that out um all right let 's keep going because lots of lots lots of topics here. Um, did I not ask you already?
2: Chris, yeah, I'm say sorry. Something? You always say something. Go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, and <laughs> all and right. I do want to say something on this. First of all, the old thing that we always say is, it's Google search engine. They can do whatever the heck they want, and that's the way I look at it. And I don't care if it's the First Amendment or whatever. But if if you've got a paper and and somebody uh, applies to this put an ad in your paper and you say no, so be it. But the thing that, the problem I think here is that this, this is the kind of thing where it's got to go to court and then people hear about it. But the problem is, is that Google's got these rules saying that the multiple, that one company can't bid on a bunch of different ads and we see that all the time it's 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 a pain in the butt when you've got a competitor that's showing up not only in in the paid search multiple times but they have multiple websites that are showing up in the organic results and Google won't do anything about it and it's starting to you know kind of be a pain to me and it, it, it it's just you know this is an example of where, if it goes to court, yeah, and then they talk about it, and Google's right, and so on and so forth. But it'd be great if Google would actually enforce their other rules, uh, you know, instead of just deciding every once in a while that they don't want to host an ad for someone. You know, it'd be great if they'd actually enforce their no multiple ads in pay per click, and no multiple sites owned by the same company in the organic results. So that's the end of my uh, rant.
1: No, you're true in the chat room, and I know you guys can't. Some I mean, of you guys can't see it, but. They're actually going at it right now, but talking about how, um, talking about how there are double standards and how the whole thing with Dave Pasternak—I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name from—did it, um, where people are actually buying ads just about his whole SEO content. And we haven't talked about that because we try to stay off the topic, but it's kind of the same thing. And and there are double standards, and there are things that get through, and Google can't. you know, Google can't you know watch every little thing, and on the other hand, you know certain things get blocked, and then there's double standards. So I don't know; it's a rough, tough position for both sides, and I understand both sides. And I don't know—not really much more I could add on that. But about it. All right, now we'll move on again. I'm sorry, Chris, about that part. Uh, it's to keep it's okay. Time. Everyone forgets
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: at least, you, at least your wife loves you. All right. As far as you know. <laughs> Okay, anyway. All right, so pause Google AdWords. You ever pause an ad in uh, Google and for some reason it just keeps going and going and going and you can't pause it for some reason you keep getting impressions, you keep getting clicks? That's what's still happening. It's been happening since, let's see here, let me pull up the date. And then uh, at least before February 15th where people have been reporting that they're pausing their ads in AdWords and they are still noticing impressions, clicks, and charges. And Google has confirmed it um, on February 27, Google said this has been confirmed, and I apologize for any confusion or inconvenience. But she also—I um, think it's she, could be he—I don't know—went ahead and said that you could look at it this way: basically, you'll get a refund for any of these clicks or impressions, plus you'll get some free traffic out of it, which is true. Um, but still, these a lot of people are saying that they're getting they're getting traffic, free traffic, but the free traffic is actually credited back to them. So they're actually spending the money, and they get a credit. They don't necessarily get um, a charge back on this credit card, on their credit card for this. So I just find that very interesting. Google still has not fixed it as far as I know. And, you know, pretty much that's what's going on, and it's pretty bad. So, you know, I'll probably just skip Ben and Chris on this because it's just a factual thing. This is what's happening, and there's really nothing more to add on that. So... Next thing is pretty funny, and I'm sure you guys will want to talk about it. Um, it started off from Dave N., another thing that he found um, a couple of days ago, where if you did a search in Yahoo UK for the keyword phrase, by Viagra, up came number in the number five or number six results, Google.com. So Google.com was ranking number five or number six in Yahoo UK, for the search term, by Viagra. Question is why. Um, I don't think anybody talked about why,
2: and I'm curious if they're still doing it. Let me just take a quick look. They are. I checked that this morning. Remember, I bought this up earlier.
1: Yes, they are. You're right.
2: Cool. So, Chris,
1: I mean, I'm sure you want to say something about this.
2: Well, you know, it's a pain in the butt because, uh, first of all, when I want to buy my Viagra, I always go to like the second or third page of results because I want to find the best. Place to buy Viagra, and I always check Yahoo UK for it. Is <laughs> no, that no, where seriously. they find it? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just kind of a funny thing, you know. It's one of those things that are great because uh, it shows us that, uh, you know, as many humans and, and great uh, minds there are behind setting up these algorithms, you get these quirks every once in a while in the algorithms, and it just shows us how almost human the the algorithms really are because this is obviously a mistake i mean you can't go to google and buy viagra as far as i know i mean maybe matt cuts has a little side side business going on over there uh when he's not playing roller hockey but uh as far as i know you can't buy viagra at google so uh it's a great example of you know that it's you know, even as as SEOs, we do our best to to help our clients get in the results. But every once in a while, you're going to get these weird, quirky results that are going to get in the way, and there's nothing you can do about it except for for cry and have a headache. <laughs> you know. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely funny. And I mean, I'm just curious. You know,
1: Dave always finds these things. I assume he has clients on it, so it's kind of funny. But um, you know, Ben, has this affected any of your buying habits on Yahoo UK? Oh,
3: maybe a little bit, you know.
1: <laughs>
3: i got to go to the fifth page now. Uh, <laughs> I thought your screenshot was kind of funny, too. It's like not only is Google listed there, but there's like Netscape as well and, you know, whatever the else is going on here, and it's just like this whole entire, like, you know, category here, just particular search page is just, like, devastated by spam and you know, Google and stuff like that. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that, like, why Google's possibly ranking here is that, you know, the possibly it's it ranking, it's got Viagra uh, on some page somewhere else. And I think somebody in a comment somewhere, uh, I think it was on a roundtable, was pointing out that, like, if you actually go to, like, the second page or something that you'll actually see, some of the other results are from Google Notebook, which is a lab product they had, um, and spammers were using this basically to... Uh, Optimized for by Viagra, so I don't know if that's one reason. But they eventually took those pages down.
1: Right, that could be. And Yahoo results are kind of weird in that, where like they'll have something that's been taken down. You have a page that's taken down for a while, and that could affect in terms of the links. Could affect what happens in, I don't know, even like three months from now. I mean, have you noticed that where like pages that are no longer existing still have some type of impact on? Rankings as of now. I mean, I still, ra- yeah, still rank. Yeah. yeah. So you've seen that
3: better There's a lot of cases on that. I mean, I mean, even look at it, you, yeah, the screenshot. There. I mean, these are URLCutter.com, which are just basically kind of like you know tiny URL. It just cuts it down a little bit, and they're basically just using the the, the terms in uh, the, the URL in order to rank specifically for that. But Yahoo's really slow sometimes on taking stuff down. It's like, especially with those Google pages. I mean, it looks like they've been down for a while, and you still go, and it's like you can still see the
2: cache page of it know yeah, this shows a weakness for um uh, you know that, that the search engines have when they 're fighting against the, the i mean you know quite frankly this term is someone that uh, it's a term that's probably very hotly contested by spammers so um you know they've had to do a lot to try to put up walls against those spammers and and this is this is, is an example of the results for i mean i'm sure that you could find this uh, you know that's not going to be as drastic of of a messed up result as you, as you would find for some other searches that are hotly contested but you know this is just uh, a great example of of the battle going on between uh spammers and, and the search engines and what can happen to the results as, as a result
1: right. right yeah right i mean okay. it's,
3: it's think... also it's also additional good insight into the algorithm too i mean cuz of all this stuff that like gets through it's kind of like um you know cottage cheese in a lot of way that gets through like a net or something like that. You can just see this kind of stuff filter through and you see like what works and what doesn't work and, um, you know, obviously with Yahoo, it's like a whole different scenario as opposed to Google and so in this case, you know, it, they need to adjust things and especially with, I mean, this is a local too, this is not like the main Yahoo, uh, this is UK and Ireland and usually it's like, you know, they're like one tick or two ticks behind the regular results in, in terms of quality. Um, for whatever reason, because they're just trying to filter in the regional stuff. So, um, I think you know you can probably learn something from this in some way. And, um, you know, we learned we can po- possibly buy, buy a great Google.
2: <laughs> yeah, what you said, Ben. Real quick, uh, I mean, th- it could be that uh, you know Yahoo's using the UK and Ireland as as a testing ground too for future battles against the spammers. You know, it may but not they, be that they're behind, but that they're actually being used as as, as a live data.
1: Yeah, we never know, really. But, um, yeah, it's good stuff. We learned a lot of things from this and uh, take it away, I guess. The next thing is um, Microsoft Ad Center. Um, supposedly is, um, com- is reporting uh, inflated conversion figures. I'm not sure how true that is or how not true it is, but there are a lot of reports over at Search and Watch forums from, and also Digital Point forums saying, hey, um, for some reason... Uh, you know, conversion the conversion figures in AdCenter reports are showing a inflated number relative to what AdWords and Yahoo are showing, and I'm not sure if anybody else noticed that. I mean, let
2: me ask you, Chris. I mean, do you, do you notice anything, anything deeper on that, or not really? I haven't noticed it specifically, but I do know that historically, ever since Ad Centers come out, we have always seen like legitimate higher conversion uh, conversions for a lot of especially b2b type terms so um... you know whether or not it's inflated i mean this is something that that microsoft has going for them is that they they do i mean they do pretty well in conversions it's just everyone cries about not getting enough traffic from them you know but uh, true. true
1: true ben
2: yeah, uh, I can't say
3: for 100% sure, because that would just be inaccurate. Um, you know, like Chris said, there's always been it's always been higher in some cases for whatever reason, and it doesn't really sometimes make sense. Um, you know, a lot of people want more traffic from it, and, you know, I have some campaigns set up where we're just basically collecting data just to see how many people actually are searching on these particular keywords in, in MSN, um, and then, you know, the high click-through rates, you know, prevent it a lot of times, um, you know. So um, I'm not a huge fan of AdCenter. After using it for so many months now, I'm just... Not a huge fan. Um, but I guess, you know, we'll have to look into it a little bit more.
1: Right. And last week we reported that AdCenter was um, there was a huge bug in AdCenter where they were overcharging advertisers a ridiculous amount, like some people were getting charged, like, I don't know, $80 per click or something. AdCenter admitted to it, and they fixed the bug, and they promised to refund everybody. Um, I don't think, Ben, you said you weren't affected by that. No, I wasn't affected
3: by it. Uh, well, the Google one, yeah, but um, with this one particularly, no. Um,
1: you know, for a lot of just keyword, keywords for testing. Um, right. So it's funny because um, people were reporting that they actually got the refunds, but they actually refunded too much. So, for example, let's say they got a total charge for one day of $4,000. What Microsoft did was refund them $4,000, and Microsoft was like, hey, wait a second. You did get some clicks, so we have to actually charge you, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, you know uh, $400 instead of the $4,000 because you actually got $400 worth of clicks. So they went ahead and charged their credit card again for the difference of the clicks they actually, earned, they actually spent as opposed to... So it was, it was ridiculous. First, they charged them too much, then they refund them the full amount, and then they charge them again for the, the correct amount. It was just all over the place, and I found that pretty funny. And um, I guess it's just a horrible thing to handle, and... Uh, I'm glad that I don't think Chris or Ben, um, you know, either of you actually noticed this. <laughs> Proceed with caution. <laughs> cool. All right, so let's hit a commercial break now. When we get back, we'll probably just jump right into uh, lightning round. So let's hit a commercial break.
0: Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. We'll be back after this short break.
4: Wants a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media. PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media
0: PR web, web.
5: It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio pay call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your Free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Have you heard that content is king?
4: Yeah. What's that mean? I don't even have a clue. Hmm. Wonder if that's important. Important? Search engine optimized web content is essential. Essential for maximizing page rank. Essential for increasing sales. GetWebContent.com is the internet's foremost provider of custom written search engine optimized copy. GetWebContent.com is easy to access and ultra cost effective. Right now, copy is indeed king. And GetWebContent.com is the king of copy. Check it out today. <laughs>
0: Now, back to the Pulse, the Pulse, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host.
1: Hello, welcome back to The Search Pulse. Um, I want to thank in advance uh, Chris Boggs from calling in from his vacation in Florida. And we uh, really appreciate you calling in. And Ben, of course, thank you very much. Ben will not be here next week. He will be in Europe, I think, um, touring. Anything mm-hmm. you want to say about that, Ben? Uh, well, I'm kind of going on a trip with some family. We're kind of taking
3: a religious pilgrimage for Lent.
1: Very cool. So have a safe and enjoyable trip.
2: And, uh, Chris, hopefully you make it back okay from Florida. Um, hopefully... Yeah, I'll be in New York uh, next Tuesday. Maybe we can actually get together uh, and do the show, because I'm um, finishing up uh, a meeting in the afternoon, so who knows, maybe we can actually yeah, do, we'll do the show p- together. Uh, I'll talk to you about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: definitely. Let's talk. Um, it's very possible I can come into the... I'm nice in Manhattan, so we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll, we'll see. That'd be nice to get together. Um, all right, so let's quickly get into landing round, and I'll talk to you after, Chris. Um, uh-huh. Thank you. Um, more, there are more reports of Yahoo Publishers noticing um, compliance manager warnings, and the compliance manager warnings are when you actually do something against um, Yahoo Publisher Network's terms of service. Um, they turned out to be false, and they, um, Yahoo said they're fixing that bug, or they have fixed that bug already. Um, I wrote a post about Dig, um, the power of Dig in link building, and I showed an example of one of my clients that got to the homepage of Dig, received literally almost sixty thousand unique visitors in one, you know, day, then got about almost a hundred plus links from that one single Dig. Usually, they get one or two links per day, so that was huge for them. I also talked about the downside of Dig, such as server issues. Um, other issues include. Um, you know, negative comments that you might get to your blog. And if it's something personal, then um, those negative comments can be hurtful. Next thing I talked about, um, blogged about, was building a keyword list for a website. I talked about some strategies in that. We also posted about what happens when your Google AdSense earnings or EPC drops overnight. That was Ben's post. It was very nice and lots of comments on that. Um, Google has been testing blank AdSense ads. It's pretty funny it says, you know, this is a blank ad and there's a black background, and it's really linking to Google Talk, which is kind of interesting. In addition, Google re-inclusion requests, are they going unheard or not? And that's the question of the day. Some sites get heard, some sites don't. It really depends on what you've done, I believe. Um, also, in terms of re-inclusion, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft their live.com, we asked does their re-inclusion request work, and some people have been saying that it has been working, but some people says it hasn't. Same story as with Google. Um, next thing is, how do you submit pages to com search index? Uh, they specifically say in their help documentation they prefer to crawl the documents. There is no, like, URL add, submit URL, and there is no other way of submitting it. And I asked ask.com for more information. I'm still waiting on that. Hopefully we'll get some more um, good information on that. Google has published a mobile site mask patent application. Bill Solaski over at SEO by the Sea has dug deep into it, and we also took a look at it in terms of um, rankings and SEO perspective. Um, there was a search engine marketer's debate over on social media, and it was pretty interesting. Um, Kim Krauss posted about that. USA Today added social features as well to their site, such as, you know, vote on stuff and other things like that, and Lee Evans had a blog post over at uh site forums on that, and that was a very good discussion of, as well. Uh, Canadian companies are now invited to be Google AdWords quality professionals. Before, they were not allowed to become Canadian um, AdWords quality professionals. Now they are. So that's a good thing. It happened, like, last week. Uh, just a reminder that Yahoo Search sure Marketing, there are no more grandfather bids. So all bids go up to the 10% minimum bid mark. Um, I also looked into why Google News searches are not so geo-specific. So if you do a search on a keyword, it will not show you geo-related um, search search results by default in Google News. It will show you ge- uh, geospecific search results on the, not search results, but on the Google News homepage. It would actually show you geospecific data, but not on your search queries. You could add a filter, um, a location filter to that, and that and that will give you geospecific news items. Um, Kim wrote about a new website. Um, what happens if it's lost by a hosting company who's liable? That was a very interesting post. Um, I wrote a post about what happens when a Google Groups administrator you know, dies. Who who could take over the keys to the actual Google groups? And I have a post on how that works. Um, I also wrote a ba- basic topic on, does the order of meta tags impact your search rankings? The bottom line is no. Uh, I wrote about a good Google AdSense resource out there. There's a lot of good Google AdSense resources out there. Um, another reminder, Google-related links are not AdSense links. So... Um, they are not AdSense links at all. And so don't think that related links are AdSense links. They are not, and people are confusing the two. Finally, uh, two more things. There are new SEO classes and search marketing events coming up in March 2007. Check out the blog for links to those things. Finally, Yahoo has changed their Search Submit Express to Basic. So now Search Yahoo Search Submit Basic, and it's no longer Search Submit Express. And with that, they added some more advanced analytics. So that pretty much wraps up. Um, The Search Pulse, that was the 22nd edition. Again, I'd like to thank Ben and Chris. Ben, have a safe trip. And Chris, come back safely from Florida. Um, we like to, uh, you know, if you have any comments or anything like that, just go ahead and add a comment at svroundtable.com. Again, today is the 22nd edition of The Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, March 6, 2007. And we'll see you next week um, at 5 p.m. with Chris and myself. Thank you, and everyone have a great night.